Blog Talk Radio. Why you should not? Oh, lady, you should be 
thing that goes on. I know it's a lot of us out there that's against it, and we don't watch that foolery. We're not a part of it. But it's a lot of people that do watch it. I can tell by your Facebook posts and statuses that you're watching it, your tweets, you're watching it. So if you're not watching it, you know what's happening because of everything that's being posted up on Facebook. But now that that whole thing is over, I was wondering, you know, how is it in the poetic industry? I mean, because the whole basis of the show is about how it is to date when you're in the industry, when you're an artist and you're trying to have a career and balance a relationship at the same time, and that's the basis of the show. So even though it's a lot of drama, I mean, the drama is true, and it happens in, in any aspect of life. But, you know, we're just talking about just being in the artistic realm of, of uh, dating. You know, I want to know, do you seek out other people who are in the industry? You know, if you're a, a spoken word artist that's on the road, do you have to uh, make sure that you date people who you can be on the road with? You know, how hard is it to deal with the fans, to deal with the groupies, to deal with the people who stalk your inboxes? You know, I want to know. What's going on in those relationships? If you're a couple out there, you're a poet, poetry couple, and both of you are in the poetry industry, or if you're just a couple that want to call in and share with us and let us know, you know, the success of your relationship and how you guys keep it together, I would really like to have some people on the panel to just talk to the people out there and let them know, you know, what it is that uh, goes on in the industry. You know, how do you handle all of those situations? I was able to listen to um, Tribal Rain and Max Parker's, um on another show the other day on the Pitney House, and they were talking about, you know, they they were asked the question about being in a relationship, being married, and being a couple out there, and um, how they handle the situation. So I'll talk more about that a little later. But that's the basis of the show tonight. So, you know, you can say whatever you like. You want to get on the mic and you don't have a piece about love and poetry, that's fine. I have a piece that I'm going to spit tonight. I'm not sure if that's what I'm going to spit, but, you know, we're ready. So we really want to hear what you got to say. Uh, in the chat room saying they're not going to be quiet tonight. They want to know what they're ready to let it go. So I want to hear from y'all. Press 1. Don't be shy. Let us know how it is. If you got questions, call in and ask some questions. What do you feel? Because um, I was in the group earlier and I asked uh, Toy Honey, I asked, you know, do you listen to the poets and you listen to what they're saying and you, how smooth they're saying it and you feel like, oh, I wish those words were being spoken to me. Do you, do you fantasize about the poets? I mean, I want to know what's going on out here. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, the number to dial is 347-826-9842. Get in and let us know what's going on. I know it's some poets out there dating, so don't hide. I want to share a piece. Um, this is titled Crestus from Crestus Blue. We'll be right back. Is it wrong for me to miss your kiss and reminisce on moments shared in and out of the sheets? Can't explain why this keeps wrecking my brain and putting claims on my heart. I try to part ways with all that was you, and yet, I'm still confused. Caught in the days of our verbal foreplay and love-making days. Thought this was just a phase that I could get over. My obstacle to step over. But it's more deeper than that. It's the stronghold that connects my soul to yours. And simply speaking, I can't let go. I prayed for days to understand the decision that you made. That subtracted me and added new variables to our equation. No longer could I participate and our sexual escapades of midnight bliss. Fingertips, lips pressed up against. Kiss, kiss. Left wondering what happened that led to your distraction from us. Now you're so caught up that we don't stand a chance compared to your new us. But I miss you, still. And through these lonely days give way to mental elevation and self-discovery. I miss our verbal ecstasy through verse and conversations. We built foundations, penetrated doors to knowledge and wisdom. 
Welcome keys to self-advancement. Test levels of phenomena unknown to common understanding. Though a little demanding, were you the I? Yet it wasn't all cakes and pies. Bittersweet. We shared experiences of defeat through vocal warfare. Though it didn't compare to the love within me for you. See, I may have been a bit taunting of aspects of your personality. And a bit dramatic with bullshit formalities and misunderstandings. Because I was too caught up in my own POV. But I gave you all of me. Utterly. And totally, and for a time you love every part of my being. Our imperfections gave way to mere technicalities within our individualism, yet we maintained all the same. And the fact still remains, my heart yearns for you. To recap a moment of silence when all we had was staring eyes into one another, because the other was too frustrated to utter words. Mirror images of ourselves, compelled, connected. How do I redirect my heart? Moreover, why should I? When every time I look within your eyes, I hear your heart cry out for me. And yet you don't believe when I say I still feel you. You think this shit is easy. Dwelling within daydreams and midnight fantasies of what we used to be. Deceiving self to rectify wounds created unintentionally. Can't help that I do. But I ain't one to burden you with my woes of yesterday. Or to get on my knees with begs and pleas for you to come back to me. Because home is where the heart is. For now my home is a temporary photograph of captured moments I wish I could get back. And maybe you ain't feeling where I'm at. Heart and mind both reading the same lines in my life story. I recognize it may take a while to allow these thoughts to sink in. And since I can't touch you or hold you, I let these words of poetry invade your thoughts, conquer your mind, capture your heart, and eventually take over. Don't call it a comeback. It's the original poetry after dark with D.A.P. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. The angelic poetess. Spitting fire with wings and a halo. And adding fuel to the flames is that Queen China Bee. Huh, don't let the name fool you. She 100% made in America. Classic, baby. And I'm your fam, Robin Banks. Spit now or forever hold your peace. Wow. Um. Original poetry and love. Wow. And there's already a lot of comments in the chat room. I'm just I know. peeking. And wow, I think it is. You can't get over on a poet. I mean, <laughs> you can't spit that stuff you spit to a normal person. A poet, like, I know game. All that sweet talking and stuff, you just, you got to be real with it. But this is interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys tonight. On this subject, so I wanted to, one of my questions to to you is so um, is it how important is it that the person that you're dating, the person that you're married to, supports what it is that you do? Like, is that a deal breaker? Is that not into poetry and they don't want to go to the shows and they don't want to listen to your album all night long? Just make sure that you're getting it right, or they don't want to read your book. Like, is that a deal breaker? <laughs> Yeah, can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. 
Hey, how y'all doing, ladies? This is uh, June. Hey, June. I'm glad you called. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Y'all, y'all got me twisted on this love thing, though, right? I don't know. But, but uh, it's interesting what you just said about the your uh, uh, partner not participating in your, you know, your little all night sessions at the at the writing table and uh, going through your thing with jigs and all that. Because my lady, she's she supports it, but you know, she's not. She don't. Uh, we're like complete opposites, right? She's technical, straight laced, and I'm kind of I'm kind of crooked, right? So. We uh, she's uh, you know, she's supportive, but she don't read everything, and uh, you know, she gets tired of me talking to you all the time too. So she lets me know, though, you know. She lets you know I don't want to hear that right now. I don't want to be a part of what you're doing right now. Yeah, we'll put that thing down. Leave the notebooks alone, <laughs> and you know, bring bring your ass in here, type of thing. Okay, okay, I can see that. <laughs> so it's not a deal breaker to you if if uh, if the person that's in, your girl and she doesn't read everything or go to the shows and do it's not a deal breaker. You can understand that it might be too much for her. Oh yeah, it's not a deal breaker. No, not in any way. No. Do you wish you know, that she was more involved in what you were doing? Sometimes, you know. Sometimes my little jealous bone gets to shaking and stuff, but. For the most part, she's pretty supportive. It's just that, uh-huh. you know, I'm 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 sort of like all in at this point, so it's uh, it's a little <laughs> overwhelming to her, right? <laughs> she thinks I'm crazy, but you know, she might be right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. You say I'm turning into Oprah. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so do you got a piece? Do you got a piece that goes with tonight's theme where you got something different for us? Because I don't want to turn into Oprah on y'all. That's too much. Y'all ain't ready for that. I don't. I don't. I, I was gonna do a piece, but it's a uh, it's a little dark, so I'm not. I'm just gonna say something short. It's a it's entitled love letter. It's really short, so I just I just bust that out and then uh, that's how I get on with it, right? It goes like this. I think that I love you. I I uh, I hope. That's not a thought that causes you to turn away Because I remember when I knew you We was just children And I thought I was grown On my own way to early in this Sort of got caught up in the twist I think I think I loved you back then too I believe God He planned for me to Go through the things I've been through To send me back to you In one piece In order to find peace in your arms and embrace To teach me grace and faith and hope and love. Love. I think I love you. That's it. That's that piece. I know that's right. So you're going to go with the dark. I like that. Short and sweet. Well, Jimba, we appreciate you calling in and definitely giving us your opinion um, on the subject. And it's good that you found someone that balanced it out for you and that does support your arm also, and that's what's up. No doubt. No doubt. I thank y'all for having me. I'm going to hang around and peep out what folk got to say, right? Maybe I'll learn something. I know that's, that's right. <laughs> appreciate it. Well, China, um, yeah, I had to mess with you. you know I was just teasing, but you was definitely getting it wrong. 
I was like, wow. I mean, because I want to know. I want to know. You know, when we were talking about what we were going to do, and I'm like, okay, we're doing poetry, love and poetry. I say, I really want to know because, I mean, even though the show is entertainment for whatever purposes, I mean, it really is a backside to these people's lives, you know, who you dating and how you deal with it. Like right now the chat is talking about the groupies, and, you know, some people don't even want to touch the subject of groupies because it makes them crazy because it's hard. You know, you got in the in the forefront, you got people going, oh, you know, I love your poetry. And then in the inbox, they ready to practically, you know, suck his head off. You know, they ready to go. He's just based off of the little poetry that he's saying. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh, it's, it's talking about the comments in the chat. Miss Ashley uh, made a comment that uh, it's the most utmost importance to her. If somebody doesn't support what you're into or go to your shows, then... You know, they don't they really understand what's the point. And a lot of people feel the same way in the chat. If your mate isn't supportive of what you're doing, then that's kind of a, a issue, But you know. But I think people should support one another, what they do. But I know it can be overbearing, especially if you're dating somebody who's always trying to get a show, so they're always doing a show. You can't always get to those shows. And sometimes you don't want to hit an album all day, every day, but they're so excited, so you want to be excited for them. But it can become a little much for somebody, so I can understand okay. you know, what he was saying about her. What I want to say is that when it comes down to, I understand poets and the groupies and all that, but that's what any man is just not out front as much because the poets out there performing. But y'all know, ladies, it's going to be hoes everywhere. Coming after your man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So there's where trust comes in. If you fall in love and go after a poet and be with a poet, then you gotta be willing to take on what comes with that territory. He's gonna be performing. He's gonna have women after him. You gotta trust that. And if you can't deal with that, then you shouldn't be with a poet. <laughs> I mean. Well, you know, Clay Honey was saying that the men are the same way. You know, it's not just how the women come at the men, but you you know, as a female artist, when we start speaking this erotica stuff, you start getting inboxes. People want to send you pictures <laughs> and all type of madness. So it's not just how people are with the women are with the guys, because guys niggas is crazy too. <laughs> true, 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 true. I mean, you can spit something. That's- and then they just take it all the wrong way. <laughs> I don't even want to know you like that. It was just poetry. <laughs> right, right. Well, we see the lines are starting to fill up. People got some things to say. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's bring in the next caller. See what they have to say on the subject. 251, it's on you. What it do? What's good, Shot Baby? What's good, Deb? It's Andrew. Hey, boy, I know you got to say something. You a you a lover. What you got to say? Oh, oh man, um, dealing with love and poetry and the groupies. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 kind of wild for real though. I mean, the kind <laughs> I deal with is is the, they want to know the man that writes the poetry. Is he a man or he's mm-hmm. a myth? Or he does everything in his poetry. I'm like, mm-hmm. so you just want a one night stand to see. Do I do the things in my poetry? I'm like, okay, cool. But it's old, you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> he said, okay, cool. <laughs> I bet that's how all the brothers feel. You just want to test and see. You just want to taste and see. Okay, cool. 
Let's do so it. That's how my inbox goes, though. You know, it's saying, like, okay, you write such beautiful poetry, erotic poetry, or whatever. So I want to try the man out to separate the man from the myth. You know what I'm saying? I say, it's not a myth, boo. So it's, but and they got to know it's getting old. They, get old. <laughs> they got to know if, it, if it's really true. Are you going to do all them things you said in your poetry? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I got my blinders mm. on now, you know, so it's uh, it's like I take it with a grain of salt, you know what I'm saying? I perform, I come on y'all's show, and now I can tell who wants to be a real poet fan or just try to be a groupie, so it's all good. Right, okay. Well, let me ask you well, this, girl. Man, huh? before you answer, just before you said, let me ask you, does it, and be honest with me, when the ladies, you know, come at you like that, don't it make you feel a certain type of way? Does it make you feel good, or is it bothersome to you? At one point in time, it was a great ego boost. I'm like, yeah, I'm loving this shit, but it's getting old, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, because I do love poetry. I'm a poet, so I try to differentiate between the groupie and a person who wants to be really in love with poetry like me. All right. Okay. Go ahead, you can go ahead and skip that piece. Well, this piece is is uh, relating to I was in love with a woman who loved poetry, but she wasn't divorced yet. So mm. this, is, this poem is called Waiting. <clears throat> go ahead and get right into it. So you, me, and he makes three, and that ain't really where you want to be. So let's take this thing down to two, just me and you. I want to know everything you're going through. Because he no longer hears your heart when he cries. And he don't make you cream all down your thighs. Word to the wise. It's his fault for y'all love demise. See, the divorce, the ink ain't dried yet. But it's inevitable that your heart is cried yet. You remain with him. And I don't really give a damn about Slim. It was on a whim that I met you. Now I can't forget you. But I bet you he don't make you cream all down your thighs. Word to the wise. It's his fault for y'all love demise. See, I don't like the way he treats you. He mentally beats you. And if you want some, meet me on up at the yard line and bring your motherfucking cleats, too. Just because I dress casual, I'm known to carry that heat, too. But I digress. Look how you're making a grown man confess that he'll wait for you. Start a new slate with you. So, boo, what you going to do? I'm waiting on you. See, at night I turn and I talk. And every line I will cross just to be with you. So, boo, what you going to do? Waiting on you, indeed. Hello. Oh. <laughs> I had a little delay on my end, but damn, you, you took me away. I was trying to get myself off mute. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't want another issue like before. I look, see, when I don't have it, I should have it. it, it it's okay. We appreciate you, Andrew. <laughs> That's what you like to we definitely appreciated the man's input on tonight's conversation. We definitely uh, want to hear from some more men out there. Let us know what it's like to be the man and dealing with the people calling in and sending you inboxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Thank you, Andrew, for sharing. No problem, no problem. Well, it's not uh, a fallacy. He really do what he say he going to do with his pieces. That be him. 
You know, through me. Um, okay, tonight, y'all, love and poetry is the topic. Call in, get your peace, talk on it, let us know. Have you ever, I mean, you might not have been with the poet, but I'm sure you failed for him. Have you ever failed for his poetry? And was like, ah, I want him. Let's keep it real tonight, y'all. We grown, we grown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, uh, you know what? You, you, you fall for it. You fall for it. You, you get all involved in the pieces. If you love poetry like we love poetry, and there's a lot of people who don't spit on the mic, they just call the shows and listen to the shows. And when you're listening to these poets and they sound so sincere, oh, you just say, oh, I wish that was me they was talking to. You know you fall for I ain't the only one. I ain't the only one. Look, she done put herself in there, throw under I'm the bus. Out okay, here. I'm out back. here. I'm out here. We are we keeping it real. Ain't that right, Queen Ashley? We keeping it real. All right, and this this is definitely for you. We'll be right back, y'all. This is for you. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> All these years I've been one year in my life. I'm 
It's a beautiful disaster. So what's the disaster? What, what the disaster is, if it don't work, and it's a bitterness. If it don't work because you both poets, so, you know, you can put that love in the words, and at the same time you can put that hate and disappointment into words, and then that's a whole, that's that's the, that's the disaster. Uh, when you when you dealing with that side of it, if it's a bitterness, you know, I mean, even, even if it's not bitter, you still want to get them feelings out, you know. Uh-huh. So that that can be the uh-huh. disaster part of it. Word. Right. Well, um, you got a piece for us tonight? I got a piece. Okay. It's untitled, but the date is now four twelve. I ask that you lend me your ear so I can touch your mind, feel your heart, and enter to your soul with my thoughts. Thinking on the days when I would be awakened by rays that golden glowed upon your beautiful face while I witnessed the sunshine trying to sneakily steal the taste from your lips. So I intervened with a kiss Slowly caress my hand from your temple down the side of your smooth skin. Gently touching your throat before I accidentally ripped on both breasts. As I make my way to place my arms around your hips. Pulling you closer and tighter. You felt so peaceful and rested despite the all-nighter. You'd have swore on Garrett's mix you wasn't no biter. Amazed how you could lay in bed and be convinced a feather can feel when he lights her. I'm warm for your chills, your trees for my heels. This life is a roller coaster, our passion is thrills. I was sick of love, not love, so you became my doctor and the reason why I'm healed. So morning will be an understatement. Now this, this is a glorious moment. That's my thoughts. Well, well, well. All right, so Dap is still over you. Okay, so we, we see you out here. So um, I'm all looking in the chat room trying to multitask right now and do other things. But okay, uh, let the people know they can find you. Let them know what um, you got going on at present. Oh, and shout out to Edifying Graphics because Romeo Dinati's sexy album is coming out pretty soon. And China That's Blue, Edifying Graphics did a, a fantastic book and uh, flyer for me. So, you know, that's on my wall. And, you know, you want to check out, I got, check out my website, www.romeodinati.com. You can check some poetry, some videos. And I'm going to be at the Spoken World Billboard Awards this month in Michigan. Woo! Yeah, yeah. White Rain was nominated for an erotic category. Sorry. Now, you being in the erotic, you being in erotic poetry, I know the way that the chat room go crazy and everybody go crazy when you do your thing. With you being an erotic poet, how is that? Yes. When you're trying to date and handle the women that, because I mean, you know, Andrew it's just terrible. spoke about how the women coming home. It's terrible. It is terrible. You it's know, terrible. Um, yes, because 
when I'm out, I, I normally keep to myself. I try to. Because when I say hello, people think I'm flirting. And I, you know, I just can't <laughs> speak to people because cause wow. they think I'm actually just trying to, you know, get at them. But wow. you know, I'm, I'm like 10 times better than my poetry, so. I really wow. don't try to get involved with stuff like that. I don't try to get involved with stuff like that. So, Squeezy says, congratulations on your uh, being at the Spoken Word Billboard. Who, who said that? Who said that? So, who said it? that? Oh, 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 shout out to y'all. Shout out. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, it's a good side because when you're on stage and performing, you know, you get all that attention, which is cool because you want people to listen to you. When I'm off stage, I get them ads that's looking like, you know, I'm a sexy motherfucker by, by birth. Uh-oh. So, so, you know, with that and the poetry, you know, I just got to keep God. myself. I just, I just got to keep myself. Okay. Romeo is, wow, Romeo. I, wow. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm not I'm even saying. mad at you, baby. Do your thing. Do your I'm just saying. But I will put myself on mute. I bet. <laughs> But I, I, I would I would love to be in love with a poet that can cook and and make me happy. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. We gonna get right up. We gonna get somebody for you, Romeo. We gonna hook you up. Bro. You know what I heard today? My somebody, um, a, a maintenance man came to fix my stove today. He's seventy-seven years old, so you know he got a lot of wisdom in his words. But he told me he said. A Taurus is going to be somebody that's going to stick by you. And I was like, damn, Word. you know what? Might be right. Word. So, you know, if you know any sexy Tauruses out there that can cook, <laughs> I learned I how to cook. I learned, I learned <laughs> how to cook. We got to go. We got to go. The line is lighting up. The line is lighting up. This is love and poetry. I'm looking for love. I'm looking for love. And I see. We go. We go. We go do that show another night. When your album come out, we gonna do win a date with Mr. Dinati, the Prince of Poetic Pleasures. Let's go. Make sure they can fry some chicken wings first. Okay. Get off our line. We're done. We're done. I I got a girl that can fry up some chicken, boy. I got you. I'm hooked, my man. Up. You got a girl that can fry it up.
So most of the time they didn't, and if they did, they got beat down. So I mean, I'm just always afraid. <laughs> I'm a, I've always been afraid of like you know, um, jaded men and men that are too promiscuous. So if he's doing a love song, basically you know, I have to know that that love song was about me, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't mind other people enjoying it or you know listening to it and thinking it's about them, but. He has to be real careful. It's a thin line between, you know, expressing yourself in a, a love poem or a love song and being promiscuous and jaded and getting, like, where, you know, people just hear you saying something and it can become a turnoff, too, you know, mm-hmm. especially if they think you're actually, actually acting out on all the stuff you say you're doing, <laughs> you know. And then, That's true. That is so true. <laughs> that is so, so true. Yeah, so it's like a... Love Don't Conquer All. Um, I'm going to do a little poem on that. It says, uh, Love did not conquer this unwanted seed. Love did not conquer these night sweats. And love did not conquer my damaged heart. Love was not blind, but left me blind. Love was not accident-proof and left me crippled. Love did not conquer all and left me insane, blind, crippled, and crazy. I love you freely, night sweats, sick in the head, lonely bed, and a baby. Love left me blind, crippled, and crazy with a baby. Love conquered all, they say, so I chose death. And cause I'd rather be blind, I'd rather be dead. Love conquered me, all of my virtues, too. The day that I said I'd do anything for you. So that's how I feel about love. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow. Well, China, you have to throw props out because my switchboard went down. (laughs) Damn. Damn. I was on it, but, like, mm, that's what I was talking about. (laughs) And you know what? That was so true, Mama O. You got a couple other people in the chat room agreeing with you on your comment about how things go. And, you know, it should be some respect. He shouldn't let the women come and and disrespects you or have something. So you shouldn't even know what's going on. He should handle that before he gets to your front door for sure. So I think that was a good thing. Well, he probably didn't want no drama. Yeah, most of the time when, you know, if they up on the stage, you know, um, that's different. But when you start sneaking around after the show and all that, <clears throat> you know, you just can't come. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> It's a thin line. Like I gotta, I have to know that um, he don't think just a pair of lips is a pair of lips. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Is uh, some men they just don't care whose lips is on them and what you or know. Where they put their lips? Or where they put their lips? So yeah, so I have to know that it's poetry, it's creativity, and that you know I'm dealing with a genuine person that really is, um, you know. Worthy of my attention and my love because if they're not, like I said, they're gonna get beat down, and then it's gonna be over with, and then it's just gonna be a plot for them. <laughs> but that was back in the day. <laughs> but I do appreciate a good, I do, I do appreciate a good, um, a good um, erotic poem, and I think eroticism should be uh, for all the women. You shouldn't be. You, know, you should be like I say like the best example of that would be like Elvis Presley. He made all the women feel important, and, and every woman wanted to be his woman. 
but uh, deep inside they knew that it was just a fantasy, you know, and that's how it should be. It should be, it should be a fantasy to everybody except for your woman. And you should you should be able to present that. Hold on, hold on, mama, hold on, hold on. What? That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Let some people know how they can get in touch with you, because I know some of the ladies want to get some more of that knowledge, and if the fellas want to follow up and learn something themselves, you can definitely learn a thing or two from Mama O. She will put you on. All right, dear. Young ladies, I'm so glad to hear you all back and glad I got a chance to get on and say something. I haven't been up to par lately, but um, um, this is a quite interesting question, and um, I hope that um, we get some more responses. You know, I want to listen and listen to see how people actually feel about uh, these uh, nasty poets as opposed to erotic poets. <laughs> uh oh. That's a whole other question. Let's go with that. Next question. Okay. All right. Well, that's how you feel about that old nasty poet. <laughs> mm. Um, I, I, I deserve to comment on that. <laughs> listen, I always wonder, you know, because you listen to, even when you listen to music and you listen to these people tell you what they're going to do to you when they get you alone and blah, blah, have you got with a poet and, and just was totally disappointed, like, you are a fool, you spit that lies, all your spoken words is just lies, just lies. Just make you mad when you hear them say another poetry after that. <laughs> I want to know that. Wow. Wow. I don't think nobody's going to come up on, on the mic and admit that they're lying in poetry, just like rappers. They're not going to admit to it. But some of the women out here or the men have went to... to Tried it out to test and see, like Andrew said. I just want to see if what your poetry is, what you do later on. And have you ever been disappointed? Like these fools are out here writing lies. Nobody believe them. Nobody. <laughs> I've seen some 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 straight up actors out there. Yes, I had had the uh, opportunity to to see somebody and have you know listen to their poetry first and then met them and like, oh gosh, you're nothing <laughs> like how you write. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I can't even talk right now. Okay, go ahead. Pull in the next caller because the lines are lighting up right now. If you want to get on the mic, if you have a comment, if you want to voice your opinion about love and poetry, please dial 347-826-9842. Press 1 to get in queue. Make sure that you're tweeting the show at the underscore original PAD. We're talking about the show. If you got an invite to the show, go in and invite, talk about the show. If you got questions you want us to ask, post them up over there. Post them up on our fan page. That's the original Poetry at the Dark on Facebook. Let us know how you feel. The chat room is live discussing how they felt about Mama O's comment. I'm behind her comment 100%. I think it should be some respect involved. Amen. Amen. And let the church say amen. Amen. What is you, baby? It's what's going on, man? It's been way too long. How y'all doing? Way too say? long, man. <laughs> How you, you been? How you been? Oh, um, I can't complain too much, you know. I'm hanging in there, living life. Word. That's good to know. Yeah, most so definitely. Yes. Man, you been listening to the show? You got a comment? 
Oh man, you know y'all really going in tonight. You know what I mean? I know, I know why y'all be, uh, you know, some of them folk that be out there talking all that goodness and don't be about half of that shit they be talking about. That's word. I, I, I know, <laughs> I know quite a few of you. Some of y'all in the chat room talking that good shit right now, but it's okay though. <laughs> of who we are or where we come from or what we want to become of this moment. While our souls are full of lust with liquid rum and our intoxicated minds are still numb. Before this there grows from a glance, I ask, can we just move to the rhythm of our heartbeat and dance away the problems that lies beneath while trying to erase the permanent mark of pain from our souls? So we're stepping down the yellow brick road to ask the wizard to give us something more precious than gold. You know, just glide, just rock side to side and ride Cupid's high as our spirits glide under the cosmic skies. For our one true hurts, for our one true chance to really feel loved. I ask, can we hold each other and get away from reality from a New York minute with your hand rested upon my shoulder while our passion heats up as the world grows colder and we give them a show they can always remember. I ask. And we forget about the consequences that may bring that tomorrow may bring with you being my wind and I your wing. Let's fly to a place our imaginations have never seen and simplify the most complicated routine. With your hand rested upon my hands, I bathe my lips and I ask, baby, why can't we just dance? That's that little piece. Wow. Oh, do I need to be up on it? You gotta stop, wow. you know, disappearing like that. It'd be so long. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know, life always got a strangle on me, man. You know, be super, super hey. busy. So, you know, but, um, you know, I'm actually, uh, on my way taking this little trip up there to the, uh, I think the like uh, the Raleigh dorm area somewhere up that way. Uh-huh. You know, okay. Yeah, man, got some uh, definitely got some things uh, working on down here in in Columbia. So um, yeah, we about to we about to blow some things up though, you know. Keep you posted, cause you know that's where I be at. Yeah, you be in the trap. That's where you be at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Let me know so I can come see. You. <laughs> no, most definitely though. But you know, um, yeah, we definitely got some things working on. You know what I mean, and you know, shout out to the artists, man. Shout out to all the artists out there getting it in. You know. Mhm. Word. We appreciate you calling in. Most definitely. Oh yeah, and it's definitely a deal breaker if you're not an artist. You know what I mean, or if you don't have a love for what I do. You know what I mean. That's a deal breaker for you. It's a deal breaker. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, this is what I do. So if you don't like what right. I do, then, you. I mean, that's that's another piece of me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Respect. If you don't like what he do, 
and bounce. Much love, Florida. Don't be. <laughs> but yeah, hit me up though. Y'all be easy. You know what I mean? Y'all take care. I, I believe that Miss Ivory says she beefing with you. I don't know why, but uh, she I think she might be having a little beef well, with you because. <laughs> I'm, sure. you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? It's, just accept my apology for whatever it was I did. I, I'm always doing something. You know what I mean? I ain't going to deny anything. I, if you say I did it, I probably did. Just forgive mm. me. That's all I can ask for, you know? Forgive, forgive me. me. Just, just oh. forgive me. That's all I can ask for. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. And, um, yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. I, I heard I was off the air, you know what I mean? But good to hear y'all back, you know what I mean? Doing y'all thing. <laughs> And we happy to be back. And we happy, boss lady. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I know. I can hear it all up in your throat, all up in your vernacular. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I want to read uh, one of the comments that was said in the chat room. Uh, as of poetry said, oftentimes poetry is seduced by lust that we try to make into love, then get mad at the other person instead of ourselves. When the stone turns into sand, and that was definitely a deep comment, and it's true, we can't wow. get seduced by this thing that we love so much. Wow, mm, I think wow. Okay, line up, y'all. Seven zero seven nine one nine five six two four one zero three zero two eight three two and three four seven and four four three. Everyone else Uh-oh. on the line, press one. So go ahead and press once you can get in the queue. Tonight's topic is love and poetry. You falling in love with a poet? Let us know what's up. You want to go back to the calls, or do we? Can we take a break? We gonna take a break, y'all. We'll be right back. Break, break, break.
Imagination. Love and Porridge is the topic tonight. Going back to the phone lines, and we are pulling in caller 707. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Miss Lily ain't misbehaving. How are you? Lily, we good. How you doing on this fine Friday? I'm good. I'm good. So what you got to say about the topic? I know you got your hand up, you got dropped off, but you was persistent and called back in, so I know you must have something to say about the topic. I never dated any any poets. Actually, I'm not a poet. I just pretend to be one on the Internet. But I do do um, open mic every two weeks, and uh, when I do uh, um, recite a certain pieces, then guys will hit me up like uh, they'll try to holler, but I think they're pretty much interested in do I really do all those things I write about. Mm-hmm. So one dude came over and he found out, uh, you're not getting it. So he sat all night thinking he was going to get it. No, you can't touch it. Sorry. Right. Okay. Okay, so so how do how do you feel? Like when you're up there and you're performing your pieces and you're doing your erotic, you know, poetry or you're doing your love pieces or whatever's going on, and then somebody approaches you with it, like how do you take that? Ladies, if you're listening, men, if you're listening, how do you take that when somebody approaches you or what you say you do? Like how can you feel a certain type of way? It's just like how they talk about women who wear certain clothing. Like how can they feel disrespected if that's what they got on? So it, does it apply the same way with your poetry? How can you feel some type of way if a girl just say, well, you know, I want you to, you know, I don't want to get too graphic, but, you know, it's, we, we adults, you know. What do you do when a guy say, hey, I want to see what that, what that, you know, poetry do, what your mouth do. Let me feel some of your spoken words. <laughs> can I say it like that? <laughs> Uh-oh. Forty-three years old. Okay, we missed something. I don't know what happened, but oh, got locked oh, out. Well, yeah, it kept saying I was muted and unmuted. I mean, I already know what it is. If I wasn't talking about sucking someone's penis or letting someone lick my special no-no place, they wouldn't even be in my face. The same thing goes with dudes online that hit you up in your inbox. Oh, well, you sexy, you woo woo woo. But there is no dudes lined up at my door. I know what I can do between the sheets and all that. I have to prove myself. I'm 43. We ain't in high school. Right. So I already know what it is. So, yeah, you coming in my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a protruding gut and a lazy eye. Y'all ain't into it, so you trying to see if I, I got a good gag reflex. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my Next. God. She did not. Next. She did not. Next. <laughs> Next, I already know what y'all about. One dude tried to holler. I was interested in him. He was a poet. He came over one night. Oh, I thought I'd come by and see you. Oh, really? At twelve midnight? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he didn't get none. You got nothing. Clink, nothing. And he ain't called since. And I'm fine with that because you didn't get to touch my. You didn't get to eat my cookies. So, next. Uh- Eat her cookies. Okay, that's better. That's that's what I was looking for. That's what I'm saying. Fellas, can you be mad if you're writing a poetry and the ladies come up and say, just eat my cookies. That's all I want you to do. Are you really mad? That's what I can say. Eat my
Okay. Wow. I mean, if I want it, I get it. But if not, I have. Um. Uh. I don't. Uh, I was gonna do a piece, but I don't want to do anything nasty, Mama. Oh, I love Mama. Oh, but I don't. I don't want to be disrespectful on the mic. So I'm. Sure, I was trying to find a love piece, but I ain't really been in love. <laughs> So there's an old piece I wrote, I guess it touched on the, this called um, You're Gonna Love Me. James, can you stop with sound effects, please? Okay. <clears throat> You're gonna love me from my luscious lips to my earth-shaking hips, my mind intellectual, my body sexual, my soul spiritual, my heart yours to keep if you treat it with tender loving care. My feelings are really dear to the world. Fear that exposure of my emotions will result in the destruction of my heart that kept, kept that I kept guarded for so long. Behind this tough girl exterior beats the heart of a woman, scorned from the heartbreaks and lies of man, not totally defeated by love, just cautious of who I let into my heart. The one who possesses my heart is a fortunate being. He who holds the key to my heart can unlock a lifetime of possibilities. From me, love eternal. Devotion everlasting, trust endless amounts. For my love, when given to you completely, will send shockwaves through your soul. A flood of emotions will take over your body until you succumb to the water that will continuously carry you off your feet, weightless and uh, content, free and flowing like the wind. Oh, you're going to love me, and I will love you until I have no more love to give. I have a lifetime of it for you, only if you're deserving of it. If and when you receive the key to my heart and love's abundance, keep it, cherish it, hold it tight, for my heart is fragile, my love is pure. It can be yours only if you're worthy. In peace. Only if you're worthy. And Mama O said she loved that piece. Aw, that's right. Thank that you. Beautiful. Thank you, Mama. Thank wow. you. All right. Um, tell the people how they can find us. I'm on Facebook. Um, Lily ain't misbehaving. All right. And so appreciate the that. <laughs> All right, Shana. Uh, next up. Nine one nine. Sad Quiet Storm made a comment in the chat room. Is how come no one says anything about the comments when it's when when the person is saying that they they telling their partner that oh I don't know why these people are in my inbox and I don't say anything back to them but the truth is behind closed doors they're basically welcoming that kind of response. They welcome the women to say these things and they flirt back. So they they want to know you know how come nobody speaks on that. I I won't. I don't I don't know. Yeah, somebody speak on that. To the people who enjoy it. To the people who enjoy the comments that are being said to you when you spit your pieces. And it's not always erotic because sometimes the women hear poetry about how some man got his heart broke and then they're ready to throw their panties at that guy too, just because he got his heart broke and she's like, Oh, I feel so sorry for him, I can make him better and you know, or a woman spend her piece about being broken hearted and a man thinks she's vulnerable and this is his time to pounce on her. So it's not always erotic that provokes these people to come after you. Sometimes they just you know they want huh. it. <laughs> All right. Now one How's it going, sister? 
I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. I apologize. I'm a little tipsy, but I'm good. No, um, oh, that is a perfect place to be tipsy. Cheers. <laughs> um, I really, I, you know, I would prefer not to say too much on the subject. I promised myself, um, you know, I wouldn't. Um, uh-uh, you can't be you know, tipsy and keeping promises stuff. for yourself. Say it again? You can't be tipsy and keeping promises. That's not how it works. You tipsy, <laughs> you're supposed to be like, I'm just going to tell it all. That's, That's what you're supposed to say. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, you know, out of, you know, out of respect and the fact that I don't want to be one of those guys who, you know, or one of those people who, like, like you know, try to beat down on somebody because, a situation didn't turn uh-huh. out the way you wanted it to. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to do that. Right. So, okay. Um, I give you that. You know, all I say is, you know, who can lie as well and as beautifully as poets do? But hmm. I'm gonna go ahead. I just wanna jump into my piece real quick, and I will put myself back on you. All right. I want it. Bring my apologies from in between her thighs. Loud enough to rumble the hollow halls of her soul after she had been ran empty and vacant because of me. I wanted to yell for her to hear me. Trembling echoes unsure of themselves, hesitant, longing to kiss the small of her back like all could be forgiven. I wanted to scream hard enough for it to hurt. Aching from my diaphragm, delivering, relinquishing my pain, hurting, hurting. Relentless and furious, how sorry of a man am I? Instead, I whispered, a bold and terrified quietness, surrendering my pride unto her, allowed her to suffocate within the swell of her coming. I'm sorry, my God, the way. She accepted me, tasted as if she'd forgiven me, but I could tell from when I was reaching into her, begging her to give me something other than her cheek to lay my head against. I knew better than to ask her to face me. I know my woman, and she was angry, but I needed her to look at me, to kiss me, to tell me that we were going to be all right. Oh, how she ripped into me. Clawing at the clay once molded to her, she was vengeful, suffering as I was and without mercy, pulled me closer, kissed in a way our lips bled. She forced me into her and shouted, fuck me, at the top of her lungs. So I did, pounded my head against her heart as if she were concrete and pretended that I couldn't hear her, just like she didn't want to hear me, both ignoring the resounding of our pain off these walls, hoping to get through the bitterness. We couldn't just stop fearing. We would lose, we would lose ourselves to the insanity for our victims, knowing tonight some part of us would die here, frightened. I wanted to scream my apologies from in between her thighs. I wanted to yell for her to hear me. I wanted to scream hard enough for it to hurt. I wanted to cry out to her, look at me. Look at me. Like it all like it all could be forgotten. But when she finally did, when she was finally able to, after we came and became empty, after the silence had been broken, I knew that she wouldn't, that I couldn't, that this night 
would be the last time we call ourselves lovers as we offered our condolences until tomorrow and even now. Even now, I don't think she ever heard me. That's my piece. This is one of those nights <laughs> where I'm so excited about archiving the show and listening to the pieces back. That is what I'm talking about right there. That was perfect at no point. Good job. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I appreciate mm-hmm. that, and also thank you for the platform as well, both of you. You're welcome. Please wow. let the people okay, know how they can get in contact with you. Do we have time for people to say, or are we dropping the mic? We had dropping the mic time. We have time. Yeah. Um, I'll uh if anybody can find me it's Kit Shy Marlowe on uh Facebook, S H Y E, um, friend of a friend. Uh, you know, that's 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 All right. It right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. All right, um Lana. Five six two four one zero three zero two eight three two two zero two and four four three. DMV in the building. Shout out to y'all. Four four three seems like they keep getting out of pies. The four four three seems like they keep moving and jumping around. What's that about? She's never going up on the list. She's doing that. I don't know. I ain't gonna say nothing. But um. China's going to squeeze in and spit her piece in between the mics, so looking forward to that. At some point, at some point. Here's a question from the chat room. Uh, As a poetry wants to know, is there really respect in the world of poetry and sex? They say you respect the situation until you have, um, I guess, concurred. So I don't know. Um, I think it's some respect. I mean, I don't always listen to personally me. I don't always listen to erotic poetry or the poets that do their erotic poetry and, and, and start thinking, you know, crazy. I just appreciate the art form. I appreciate what they're talking about and who they're talking to. I don't necessarily think to myself, ooh, I just want to see what they're doing and if they could do that to me or what, you know, what that thing do. I I, I just, that's not me. I, I like to enjoy poetry or all rams. So, you know, I'm not really into erotic poetry, but when I do listen to it or when I do it myself, I'm talking about what I'm talking about, my moment, my experience, or what I want to experience. So I don't necessarily think that a person should, what, to, you know, <laughs> assume that what I'm talking about is I'm going to do to them, you know. First thing they want to know is, do she really do those things? If I wrote about it, I did it, or I want to do it. <laughs> she said, oh, I want to do you. Okay, or, or it has done it before. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But it's just poetry. You know, we're writing from our own personal place. So people take it how they want to take it. They get affected by it. And you have people who really fall in love with you. Some people are beyond groupies. They really fall in love with your poetry. They fall in love with the poet. Not necessarily you, but they fall in love with you, your words and your background and the things that drive you. And next thing you know, every time you post a status, they post right behind you. They got to like everything you do, all your pictures, everything, just it can get crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I wrap it up. So that is really stalker tendencies. That went way beyond. That ain't love. That's stalker. 
as a stalker. <laughs> they think they in love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, love doesn't smother. I'm just saying. Um, with that being said, I guess we Indeed. can um, <laughs> take a little break here. When we come back, we have um, 562 coming to the mic. There'll be no more games that we'll 
original poetry after dark. Don't fall in love with a poet. I'm just saying. That's free advice right there. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. He just come back with, don't fall in love with a poet. Look, it's interesting in the chat room. If you are not in the chat room, you're missing a whole other part of the show. Log in, blogtalk.com backslash depoetist. Hit on air, and you can join us in the chat room. It's free to sign up. We got a whole other conversation going in that way. Yes. It, it seems like it might be a little dangerous if you fall in love with a poet. It's no telling. It's no telling. Hmm. You know, we got a lot of people still in line waiting to get in. <laughs> Five, six, two, um, I believe it's next. Good evening, ladies. Five, six, Good, Good evening. evening. Yeah. All right, complicated passions here from California. Hey, complicated. Hey. All right. Uh, love the show. Uh, nice content. Got me laughing in here about all these people talking about love. <laughs> so, enjoying mm, it. Take on it. Uh, well, if you fall in love with a poet, then know that you're in love with that person and they love you. Because truly, you know, that's what love is. And if you're faking it, then everybody's going to know it. Well, I mean, with poetry, we write, and, and, and this is what we do for a living, so we we kind of know words. Is it kind of difficult when you're dealing with another poet? Because I asked the question in chat room, is it easier to communicate with the poet, or is it more difficult? Because if you really want to know what they think, you got to listen to their poem. Well, no, well, you just said it yourself earlier, because I say the same thing when people ask me. When I write my poetry, it's either I want to do it or I've done it. So right. when you hear the portrait from the passion, that's what it is. So I speak the truth in my portrait. You know, I'm not, I don't try to make it up. I, I, it's real for me. <laughs> your dog's always ready to get on the mic. Okay, go ahead. And it's, it's your piece. <laughs> okay. I found myself wanting. She was that moment of temptation, defining what my love was. To have a whisper seduce me captured my emotions, taking me into the caress of her arms as though she were the night calling my name. The tenderness of her touch consumed me. A moment of perfection, I would hunger as if it were a dream never ending. Tempted to love again, I now have deeper feelings. Within the eyes of a stranger, I would find myself captivated. The charm of her personality would drown me in the essence of a night to remember. The sweetness of her lips luring, her scent would arouse the nature in me. Her caresses unforgiving, I could never let go of her tender body. She was to be the temple to all my desire. To have the echo of my name on the wind would take me to the queen of my soul. Without speaking, I could taste the moments of ecstasy, the seduction of my heart complete. As I became the surrender, she could never say no to and that's that piece. <laughs> See, that's what I be talking about. You can just, if you love poetry, you can easily fall in love with that person's poetry, mistaking it for that person, but it's really the poetry. So I'm loving you tonight. Love that piece. Oh, thank you. Thank you. As I said, you just keep it on and it'll be real for you. <laughs> just keep it real. Yeah. 
Complicated. Uh, they can find me at Complicated Passions. It's a like page. I'll put my other link in there as my regular page. Uh, you can also find me uh, next week uh, hosting Speak Your Mind on Blog Talk. Uh, that's on a Thursday night uh, at 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Uh, find me posting on in any group that I can post in if they want to have a shared moment from the Passions Private Collection.
Uh, all exactly right on that. Without making it seem yeah, like it's all his fault. Yes, I do. Um, Is it about him? No, the pieces that uh, I wrote about him, and the pieces that I wrote about him were pretty bad, and I had to let that ride. Uh, I was so angry. It took six months to get that out of my system, and it was wow. angry. It was really, it was no good for me. Oh, yeah. I would have loved to have heard one of those poems dedicated <laughs> to that guy. That would have been well, perfect for tonight. But, okay, go ahead. Do what you got. Do what you got. There, there was one line in the poem that said, I had to put my heart back together piece by piece and say, F a dirty lying ass dog named Maurice. So, and they were like, oh, you called him out by name. I was like, if I wanted to, I could have called him out by address. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Maurice says, stay on 1652 North No. I know, right? <laughs> Go ahead and no, sit your piece, I, lady. I can't, do, I can't do that. I'm not that type of person. So. This piece is called Tragic Magic. It's a shorty. So, um, and the title was inspired by Written in Pain because I was asking for poetry titles and he came up with it. And I found a picture and it actually ended up po- um, published in Poetry and Poetry Magazine last year. So, yay. <laughs> so, here we go. Tragic magic. And it's every form poem. And it's my favorite form. So here we go. Tragic magic. That tragic magic of my poetry reveals my secret, my longing for true love, my pursuit of happiness. I'm a kind, beautiful woman with a bruised and melancholy heart. I've been hurt more than one time too many. Yet, this romantic Pisces can't give up. Somewhere my man is waiting for me, dreaming the same dreams that I am. He writes poetry for me. He longs to hear my voice. He yearns for my touch. His heart song is like music for my soul. And peace. When I think you that, and I'm talking. We're going to get this in sequence one of these days. We appreciate you, sweet lady. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for letting me. (laughs) Bye. 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 Next time you come through, make sure you spit that piece about, oh, boy, I definitely want to hear that. (laughs) Who's next up? Trouble starter. 302. Bring 302 in for me. 302. You in the building. What to do? Lessons, Deb. Lessons, Janus. Scorpio Sessions. How you doing tonight? Scorpio. Let everybody know where he's going to be at tonight. Let's go. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, well, you want me to just do the piece, or are we going to talk about the, the, the topic? Uh, the topic we're going to lead you into the piece? Uh, well, actually, we all was talking about inboxing and kind of the things that go on uh, on the virtual world. I actually wrote a piece about that. I was inspired by that, so I decided that was what okay. I was going to bring, bring to the table. Okay. So it, it okay, might lead well, into some, uh, some dialogue. Uh, it's, it's appropriately called uh, Inbox. Mm-hmm. Message me privately. Inbox me and tell me what's on your mind. I know you're fine, but my words speak truths to tingle your spine. Do you feel those sensations of my pen's prose? Do you like the way it flows? Inbox me your thoughts so 
nobody else knows. Tell me what my words do just between us two. I want to know how does it go when I offer myself up to you. What do you go through? My words and thoughts reading. Does your heart rate start speeding? Speak to me. I love it constructive. I write to your night so it's never destructive. At times it's sensational, sensual, and seductive. You get so much of me in my delivery. So inbox me, some of you. I want to feel it too, to take me behind the scenes. Do you have sweet dreams? How about some daydreams? Where do I take you? Inbox me and testify how my words make you or break you. Or tears shed. Do you read my poems and beg? Do you recite words and rhymes, making them your personal punchlines? Do you share them with others? Tell me if you take me with you under the covers. Because I can keep a secret if it happens kind of frequent. Maybe I do the same. My words are real. No game. So just inbox me. I want to know if you're inspired or have you ever perspired to tell me where you start, tell me where you finish, how you grow from my flow when life tries to make you diminish. I just want to know the things you place inside that box. It's lit up right for you 24-7, nonstop by always right to unite them, always one positive way. You never know, I might inbox you too. Maybe even see you someday. I'll keep writing if you'll keep reading. Maybe I'll just write one for you in the inbox. That's that piece. Wow. That seems like it absolutely broke down the inbox experience to a T. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I had to because it's, it's a world within a world and mm. uh you are, you all have touched on a lot of it. And just the people you know, they read your work and they feel it because it relates to them and that's what it really you want as a good artist if you love your your craft and you wanna be able to connect to people and build those bridges. But it doesn't mean that that's you. And it doesn't mean that you, as you said, someone earlier spoke on that, that people fall in love with the idea or they're intrigued by the idea. But, um, you know, I, I just kind of find that you have to uh, separate the two. And that's what I try to do. I try to, I like people that's in the industry because, you know, the passion is there for my work and I like can connect with people. But at the same time, I don't want uh, people to, bringing on that unnecessary attention. You know, you create and you got your box being flooded with phone numbers and inquiries and all of that. So try to keep a level well, of let me, let me ask you this. If a young lady is interested in you and, and she heard your poetry, I mean, that's where the interest came from, and, and she wants to pursue, you know, conversation, do you automatically say, well, I don't really want to get to know her because you know that she started off as a fan of your work or... No, like, how do no. You separate your interest in her from being a, a groupie to just someone who's interested and wanted to talk to you. Right. 
Well, I, I would say for me personally, I don't I don't separate it in, in a sense that if they're uh, interested. You talked about it when you put a picture out there. Everybody likes your picture. Everybody likes all your statuses, everybody. And you can kind of mm-hmm. tell um, there has mm-hmm. to be some kind of a connection initially. And if there is, um, you know, I, I would definitely be open to it. But um, I think just because you write, you know, and I heard a couple of people talk earlier, and it's almost like because you write and you have the platform in any form of art, whether it's singing or dancing or emceeing or whatever it is, you're going to get a certain amount of interest. You're going to get a certain amount of attention just because of that light. But um, mm-hmm. I don't want to be the guy to write that that uh, heartbreaking story. I mean, we've all had our hearts broken. And I sure don't want to be on the on the receiving end of. I don't want to be somebody else's subject either. And Jack, mm. we talked about that last week when you talked about how writers write. And I've been leery about that aspect. If you go into a situation, and you know you're not really sure about it, you get yourself into a, a situation that you shouldn't be in. I'm not the type that wants to be on blast. I like to live and let live. So well, you already know is that you date is going down. They writing about you. You just heard Sweet Lady. She put his name in the piece. Like it's Maurice so P Street. Like she put his name mm-hmm. out there. So it happens. They'll put you on blast. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? I appreciate you for giving us your input and letting us know what's good and writing that piece about the inbox. I definitely think you hit it on the head with that piece. Please let the people know how they can contact you. Okay, well, right now we've got a Facebook page, Scorpio Session. That's the best place to get me. Um, working on the the book titled Scorpio Sessions. So uh, this piece will be in there, as well as uh, many more. So thank you guys again for the platform and keep doing your thing. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Poets always thank us for the platform. Let us let, let let us let you guys know there would be no platform if it was not for the poets who call in and do their thing on our mic each and every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. We definitely appreciate y'all, everybody that tunes in, everybody that gets on the line in the chat rooms and talks about the show and Twitter and on the page and in the invite. We definitely appreciate y'all for making the show what it is. Um, bring in the next caller now. All righty. 202. Well, hi. 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 Yes, hi, it's Marnas. How are you? Hey. Good, how good. are you? Hey, hey, hey. It's been a wonderful show. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, you have some input on the um, topic? Um, really say too much other than... I just think it, it's important that um, when you're choosing a, a mate or a love interest that you bear in mind the most important thing is to know yourself and know what your limitations um, and your short, shortcomings are in terms of what it is that you are able to deal with. Um, uh-huh. I think that if you know that you're someone who tends to be jealous or tends to be very possessive, um, it wouldn't behoove you to go out and, you know, try to be with someone that's in the public eye. Not You can't always help who you that's love or who you fall in love with. But I right. think on both on both ends it's just important to um, 
to have have the knowledge of yourself and and, and know uh be secure in in yourself and in your relationship um and and that takes both people it takes the person being strong enough to um to have that to have that uh self assurance and confidence but then it also mm-hmm. takes the other person to be the person to reassure them and to make sure that they're, you know, quote unquote taking care of home so that there is no uh there shouldn't be any any second guessing or any doubting. So I'm not really the jealous wow. type so you know <laughs> so that's plain as one. Okay, well, um, I wasn't really sure if I should do something more more sensual or more love, but since it is about love, I, I think I'll, I'll pull out an, uh, an old love piece. So uh, here we go. Um, it's entitled, um, it's entitled, You. You have given me a love that transcends all time and space. Whether a million miles apart or standing right here in my face. For you, my sweetness, my flame remains lit. The heat and moisture from my body never quits. I think about you all the time. Morning, noon, and night, you occupy my mind. And no, it's not just the way you live. The way you kiss or the way you long stroke deeply when you're giving me the stick. But how you comfort me and soothe away my pain. Fulfill all my desires and shield me from the rain. Transform all of my many sad tears into joyful ones. Love, protect, and respect the little ones. My mind, you stimulate. My heart, you treasure. Uplift my soul, satisfy my body beyond measure. You always treat me like a queen, never fronting when you're chilling in the hood. And you're well aware that, yes, Yes, I do have baggage, but you never, even once, considered me damaged goods. I adore you. I crave you. My heart beats for you. And the best part is, you're always showing me you feel the same way, too. You have proven to me that love is not just another four-letter word. And fairy tales of knights and shining armor are not actually absurd. I know you truly exist somewhere. Or is my mind just on vacation? You can't just be a figment of my imagination. A product of horniness, hurt, and loneliness, some cruel exaggeration. I know someday you will come my way. God is smiling on me from above. Until then, I am praying for you. Where are you, my love? Mm. 
Lioness. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was just too damn smooth. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you yes. for sharing. Carleen Beverly oh, and Tyrone said that was a real nice piece. Uh, As of course, you said it was a nice piece. So Exquisite loved it. Yes, that was definitely a truth. Oh, thank you so much. Mad love to the chat room, really. Indeed. Thank you so much. Um, we're running low on time, so we got to hit drop the mic at this time uh, so okay. we can get all the poets. All right. We appreciate you calling in. The next one up is 443. Yes. 443. You in the building. Hello. Yes. Hey. How you doing? Hi, Charlie. Hi, Dad. It's Takesha. Hey. Hey, Peaky, baby. <laughs> I don't have a piece. I want to talk about love and poetry. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I felt like the K. Michelle. Um, I don't know if you guys watch Love and Hip Hop or not, but I really, really like Kay Michelle, and I always did like her before that. Anyway, that was the reason why I watched it, but I felt like that at one point in time. When I first, you know, got introduced to spoken word, open mic, um, I met a poet, and nobody believed that he was not who he was on stage. Like, Mm. I don't think that... At the time, I wasn't really um, sharing my, you know, poetry or anything like that. I was pretty much a a fan. And I think it's a difference if you get involved with a poet and you're a fan or if you get involved with a poet and you get to know him. You know what I mean? Before Mm -hmm. you become a fan of his work, there's a big difference. Because if you're a a fan and you get involved with a poet, you're going to be disappointed because Mm. there's Mm. there's a balance. There is a balance, and poets are people too, you know, like, you know, we have our little fuck-ups, whatever, but they're not always who they are on stage, and if you fall in love with somebody on stage, and then you get with them, and it's not like that. Nine times out of ten, it's mm. not like that. Like, it's it's not, and, I see. you know, that's my... <laughs> Yeah, that's my little thing. And the groupies, like, the groupies really aren't an issue um, because if he if he appreciates you and he loves you, you know, he's going to he's gonna handle that. You know, just just dealing with, um, I, don't, I don't even want to call them groupies, but guys that, you know, come at me like that just because of, you know, what I do or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I handle that and let them know I'm in a relationship. But sometimes, you know, when when they're in power like that, sometimes they can take advantage of that position. And I, I watched that firsthand, like a, a very well-known poet take advantage of a lot of women, a lot yeah. of women. And at first, as a fan, you know, just get I was so in awe of him at first, like, oh, my God, you know, he's so awesome. But once I got to know him as a man, it was totally different. Like, I was just like, these women are crazy. Like, I, want, I wanted to tell them, but nobody would listen. Mm-hmm. So that's my whole little take on love and poetry. Okay. Indeed, I think that wow. was. Yeah, I what think that was true. Poets are people too, and you get into yeah. these situations, and you think a person is a, everything that they say they are. They spit these poems, and they're like, "I want to love you so hard," and blah blah blah, and then they 
get off stage and they're talking crazy to you and calling you out your name. And a lot of times they and, are you know. like that, you know. A lot of times they are like that. There's a part of them that's like that, but that's not ever who they are all the time. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's it's never always like that. And then I really was, like, dumbfounded. Like, you know, poetry, I thought it was all love and peace, you know. When I first started into, <laughs> got to introduce the spoken word, I'm like, holy shit, you know, poets act like this. You know, really? Mm-hmm. Like, they're stalkerish. They try to, you know, try to do, like, they go crazy on you. Like, really? Yeah, poets are crazy. And I wow. know it. I know it. I know it. I'm a poet. I know. We crazy. No. But you be careful with ones that want to I'm not co-signing that one. I'm not co-signing that, y'all. I'm not. I don't know if I'm crazy. Yeah, you be careful. Be careful of them them poets that won't admit they're crazy, because a crazy person will never admit to being crazy. (laughs) Wow. I I work in a psychiatric hospital. (laughs) Thank you for calling me in. Lord, you want to kick me off. (laughs) (laughs) We crazy. You crazy, too. You a poet. How about that? Yeah, yeah, I am crazy. I am. I am. I'll admit to being crazy. I work in a psychiatric hospital. A crazy person will never admit to being crazy. You can ask them, and they, they're diagnosed crazy. Never admit to uh, it. I haven't been diagnosed with anything. Thank you for calling me in. <laughs> Please let people know what you got going on out there in, in Maryland on tomorrow night, representing the Spitzel. Peace family. Please let them know what's going on. Oh, did you hang up on me? Oh, I closed it. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, wow. That's love talk. That ain't me. <laughs> okay. 443? Yeah, she keeps getting closed up. Um, so I don't know what's throw happening. It in the chat room. Yeah, throw it in the chat room. Okay, okay. Just throw it in the chat room. Okay, I will. Tomorrow night out there at the Georgia Boy Cafe, she'll be having Breeze. I like just the poet. Make sure that y'all out there to enjoy that if you're out there in the Maryland area, D.C. Ride out. Go ahead. Make the drive. It's a good show. Everybody's out there celebrating, getting their poetic love on. So make sure y'all check her out out there. Sorry, Keisha. You couldn't get your plug. Keep going. Let's go because we don't, we don't want to go in the archive. Crazy folks. They might want to go in the archive. <laughs> Uh huh. Mm mm mm. Eight three two. Yeah, trying to be what up. What's good? What's up, Steve? Hey, shit. What's going on? Please give Love me your your what's intake it? on this. My intake. What's the question? On the love and poetry, I know you 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 out here. You in the poetry community. You're dating. How is it on you when you have to deal with the drama, the the rumors, the you know the 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 lies, the, all of the issues that come with with being in the industry, being in the poetry scene. When we do the blog talk shows and we all in these groups, you know, we all kind of close, tight knit family, and a lot of things, yeah. you know, can become crazy with the fans and the people that love you. So how do you deal with that? Yeah, I appreciate all the fans. I just choose to not deal with the drama. That's just it. And simple as that. We got to love Keith. It's that simple. I mean, if you 
come to drama and the person you're coming at with it doesn't deal with it, what are you going to argue with it? You got that right. You can argue with yourself. That's a damn show. So you can be arguing by your damn self. So it's going to be all y'all. Not me. Okay, so what you got for us tonight? Um, I'm going to do this uh, one I call Census. Hey. Imagine the feeling, the sound, the taste. Heightened senses to the peak of unforgiving taste buds, glaring at pixels. To be able to taste what I see without touching. Hearing what I touch with eyes while I sit with the sounds. The sounds of recognizing what I feel makes the anticipation of knowing that much greater. Imagining the smell of my favorite fragrance while waiting in anticipation to see how you feel. Eyes closed, listening with fingertips as I can smell and taste the sound of your voice. Feeling the voiceless stutters in your breath patterns, watching the sounds of you when I can see and touch what I'm tasting. Looking at you while I'm tasting, touch, feel, and smell what I'm tasting, hearing your heart racing, seeing the sex faces replaced with my face being adjacent to the equation of your lower equator. Wait, wait, wait. Right there. I can see and touch what's right there. I can hear the sounds. I was right there. I could smell and taste what's right there. Feel the fires in your flame like flares. From the smell of your hair, seeing the smile in your glance of feeling the drips as I touch and taste was right there. This feeling relentless. Your body in motion is physics. To smell and touch your taste, expensive. Use your imagination. Heighten your senses. That's that beautiful. Well. Yeah, you mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> 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 we appreciate you calling up. We're going to get on the topic. I appreciate you, man. Um, Keith, you can find me somewhere. And that's where I'll be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keith, the notebook, yeah. Look him oh. up on Facebook. <laughs> All right, China. All right, I'm going to try to get this accomplished. Shout out again to everybody in the chat room, everybody that got in on the line. We appreciate y'all. We got about 30 minutes left of the show. If you want to get on the mic, 347-826-9842. Press 1 to get in queue to give us your comment on the subject, love, 
and poetry. My piece is entitled, In Your Chair. It ain't much company, but it comforts me. When your world just seems to circumference me, I curl between the arms of it, too caught up to see the harm in it. I swear I can feel you just a little bit, wrapping you around me so easily. My memory on how you used to look at me. You used to look at me. You used to smile at me and then bite your lip. I thought it was sweet, but now you bite your lip because you don't want to speak. Can't sleep, I toss and turn, laying next to you. I feel me crying, but it don't matter because my pain don't be affecting you. I feel like I'm locked out, so I walk out past the couch, headed towards my sanctuary, reminding myself of when things got scary. You sat here for hours just talking to me casually. I mean, we laughed and we made plans to be. It's crazy, but in your chair I can still hear you saying, but you my baby, so you ain't said it. At least not in a minute. So when I crawl up in it, I'm hoping to feel the essence of you minus the presence of you because I'm missing you, even though you're in the very next room, probably dreaming of someone else, and I can't help myself from crying. Remember me lying my head on your knee as your rhythmic words drop down on me. Happiness and the smile in your eyes made me realize right then how much I was in love with you, afraid to be right, wondering how many you left just loving you, thinking maybe I'm just next in queue, and I'm not judging you, because just like loving you better than me, well, that's something only God can do. Is it true? I curl up tight. Don't want to think of the fight that led me here, caressing your chair, wishing it was your face and hair, because I love to just stare and touch on you, thinking of back, back to the days when I just had a crush on you, and it's funny. You seem more concerned about me then. I mean, it was more about me when you made me feel special, when I would leave and come again, spending dividends I hadn't even counted yet, just to hurry up and get back to the passion we now lack. How ironic is that? Because now I'm not just broke, but I'm broken. Bits of pieces of me you breathe in while you sleep in. Hell, there's even particles of me in the weed you be smoking. Choking, nose all open, can't seem to focus. Hoping that when my eyes adjust, I will finally see what's real in this darkness. Don't know which one of us mistook the other one for harmless, but it was a mistake. Either way, trying to love you in a higher way. Why can't we just stay the way we were? Not sure who we are now or... Who will be when it's over? I look over to the place your chair used to be, fantasizing about how you look seducing me like you were the gin and the juice with me. Strong drink. You got me stumbling through life, changing my praise on days to Christ. Even at night, I'm up talking to the Almighty about you. Never knew that eventually my all might be about you. I'm hurting. Staring, sitting in your favorite chair, wishing instead it was you that was there, laying back, saying that you think I'm beautiful. You got me blushing. I mean, you used to. The sun is rising. Can't believe I've been up all this long, crying lines for my favorite song, wishing I could just pick up the phone and you would pick up right here. While I'm miles away in my bed, just smiling, rubbing your head. Hey, baby, I miss you. So silly that now that I'm with you, I would still have the same issue. Where are you? And how come I can't reach you? Or better yet, why are not you not reaching out for me? What is it that you just can't see? I'm worried that the love you 
spoke would just be written in perfect harmony, and if we keep trying to make it a reality, it will all just end up harming me. Baby. Hey, baby. I miss you. Didn't know that things could get so rough so quickly, so tell me, how can we fix me? Want to sneak and take a peek of you asleep and kiss you on your cheek and tell you that I'm convinced in this, but I ain't. I'm afraid, so I'm going to stay right here curled up in your chair. I mean, it ain't much company, but unlike you, it comforts me. We'll be back.
And we're back. You're listening to the original Poetry After Dark with your girls, Dap and China. Shout out again to everybody in the chat room and everybody that's listened in on the lines. We have about 22 minutes left. I don't know what happened to the boss lady. She got dropped off the call, but I'm pretty sure she'll be back in. So I'm not sure where we left off at. So I'm going to bring 469 in. I believe it's on you. 469, am I right? Hello. Hi. It's Ivy. Hi. <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> I can. Okay. I got it. I think I got it right. It's on oh, you. Okay. Like next, right? Next. Okay. I don't know. Am I next? Yes. Okay. Well, um, I'm I'm just gonna spit a piece. Okay. Get it in. I am not a shaman. But if you allowed me the chance to sprinkle my love upon your bones, I would restore your sight enough to see the unseen beauty in human beings. If I could, I would send smoke signals to the heavens and chant for healing rains just to be able to ward away your pain with my kiss. If only you could understand this. The language of my love is unspoken, and you have been chosen to receive this precious gift because I would cradle your existence in the palm of my hand as if you were a star, and I am no Isis. But I'd give birth to the galaxy that holds our future Earth, and you, my king, are my missing Osiris. I would search all the corners of the universe to prove I am nothing of worth without every part of you, but alas, I am no magician. There is no spell I could cast, no illusion I could conjure, no sleight of hand, nor smoke and mirrors that would quell my insatiable need to be a source of strength for you. My love could carry you through the dark nights when loneliness creeps and sorrow speaks directly from the empty space laying beside you. While I wish for nothing more than to breathe the same air as you just once, while I wish that we could be in the same place at the same time for just a fraction of a second, while I wish for the chance to lace my love around your broken heart and suture the wounds they left, I am no genie. I am no Julia Roberts. We have never been to Notting Hill, but I am just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. Period. That's it? Period. That was dope. That was dope. Period. <laughs> I mean, that's how I end all my pieces. You should know this by now. Period. That was dope. I mean, I'm with it. I'm with it all the way, 100%. Wow. Okay. <laughs> So we have got a few minutes left, so we want to still give you an opportunity to let the people know how they can contact you in case they never heard you here before. I'm a friend of somebody's friend. I'm on Facebook. Oh I'm on Twitter. Okay. I'm the only Isley out there. So if you find me, you find me. If you don't, you didn't look hard enough. Are you? I'm a Google. I'm a Google and see. Are you the only? You got to say <laughs> Miss. Is it Miss or is it just Ashley? No, it's just Ashley. <laughs> Isley Isley Moe or Isley Moore, M-O-R-E, that you will find. So I'm going to need you to get on your sorority, sorority life game. I got 18 minutes. This is my uh, show. I can talk about it. Get on your sorority life game, boo-boo. What? <laughs> <laughs> and 
Have a good night. Thank you for going. Wait, wait. <laughs> Did you have someone to say on the topic real quick before we let you go? Because I know you were talking about it. On the chat room up. So I said enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, Dad. What's next? Who we got? You know, I think I messed up the, the order because I wasn't looking. As always, two four zero is next. I'm sorry. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey. Hello. How y'all yeah. doing? Yeah, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, you, you know right that's right 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 Oh, I just want to say, you know, at the top, I feel what y'all saying because I've had some stalkers, I've had some crazy people, and I had people trying to hit me up to be friends on Facebook. But they don't got a thing to say to me. I'm like, okay, so you chased me down because of one poem I might have read on BTR, and now you don't have nothing to say. <laughs> do you prefer that they do contact you and, and, and try to see what's up? Or, or, I mean, I guess from what I'm hearing, some people enjoy it. Some people are like, yes, because this is what you want as an artist. You want to have a fan base. You want to have people who love. No, nah, they don't want to be fan base. base. They want to be lovers. They want to be oh. this fake pretend thing that they hear in the poem, and then next minute after the poem is over with or whatever they thought they were going to experience, and that's the end of all the lyrics, and that's it for me. I'm looking like, um, yeah, it's not that kind of party. It is. Okay. Well, what you got for us tonight? I'm going to do the Dark and Soul. It's based off a piece that I was supposed to be doing for a movie script. And it's about the man losing his wife in front of him because she gets executed in the bank in front of him. And it's like now he's in between right and wrong because the law's not on his side. And once again, it's called the Dark and Soul. I try to understand why the Lord took you away from me. Was it really him or was it my enemy? They say all things happen for a reason, but with yours, how can I endure? With hatred did yours happen to a flower that was so pure? How can anyone tell me I should be sane from all this pain? The main thing that made me happy is not lost within the rain. Taken from existence. Murdered from the brain. All I feel is emptiness, hoping one day to regain. The love that we once shared, holding you in my arms. I once was your protector. I protected you from all harm. Though he took you away from me, no fear in his eyes. Not knowing what you meant to me. All he had was blood in his eyes. A monster is he, the devil in disguise, preying on the innocent, plotting on their demise. How can I love my enemy when my enemy had no care for me? He said, can I take your love from me? Do you mind if I leave you in misery? No. He left her in pain, her blood dripping on the floor. As I looked upon her face, I knew my love couldn't comfort her, for she was taken to another place, a place without any worries. Never again would she cry. I ask myself time and time again, why does she have to die? I loved her beyond love. No other love could hold our bond. My love was from the heavens, the earth, the stars, and beyond. Still, I pray you would forgive me, for I wasn't there for you, to take the wretched hand that brought this pain to you. God will always carry our love wherever I may go. Know this, and only this. I will not rest until I have revenge for your love. The end.
Wow. <laughs> Double class. <laughs> I have a delay. I said that earlier for some reason, like maybe about five seconds. That piece right there, um, though, appreciate you calling in and talking on the topic. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Oh, man, we have 14 minutes left in the show. I am being tired. <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> well, we got it's one more time. Long... We're going to let them get in before our last 13 minutes. Yeah. And then we're going we gonna to bounce out of here. You know how folks come in at the last minute. 323, it's on you. What to do? Make it good. you the last poet of the night. No pressure. How are you? Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Do you know this? Actually, I'll reveal myself. This is Charlie Zero. Okay. Charlie Zero in the house. In the yes, house. Yes, you are. Get it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hmm. How are you guys How tonight? do you feel about the topic? We feel good. How do you feel about the topic? Do you have a piece of poetry or would you call it in just to talk about the topic? Actually, as a matter of fact, I do have um, I have a poem, but let me see now. Is this about love? Is this show about love? This show is about love and poetry, but if you want to spit something different, we could take that. Actually, you know what? I got some. I got something. Love. I got. I got something very, very calm, very light. Um. Okay, here it goes. This is. This is an old one of mine. It's called Body and Fragile. And it goes something like this: A flaming lust of beauty consumes me in your eyes. Your fiery lips knuckles me beneath your amber tongue. Your body, so soft, fragile, and yet we both swim in each other's bodies. I want to swim deep in your entire body of knowledge. I want to swim beside your sin. I want us to swim in each other's genius sex. I want to warm your love and body with a fiery passion of sweat, delight, Embrace and soul. Your body is like two poets locked in one question, futurist heat. Your lips glide me with tourniquet nails that darken above our orgasms of desire. Your natural beauty of quest designs my ideas with you and me underneath 10,000 pleasures that I give to you. Let's blend together sweat and sweat, sex and sex. Body to body, passion and passion. I worship such desire of hell, and you and I can envision a world of which our love can penetrate the edges of your skin and taste. I want your geniuses multiplying within us too. That's it. 
Peace. Thank you for calling in and ending the show with your peace. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Let the people know real quick how they can find well, the pe- the people cannot find me unfortunately. I am I am a I am just pregnant. That's all. So, I just okay. wanted to read. Well, I appreciate you. Anytime you want to read, come on through the original report the other dog. We're all every Friday at 10 p.m. at PMC Trail. Thank you. Thank you. I guess. I won't pull nobody mm-hmm. out. I'm just... <laughs> I was my spit a piece, but I'm, I'm worn out now, so I guess I'll try again next week. Ah, <laughs> ah. Okay, okay. Well, do you get the closing check for the night, or do I get to close out the show? I'm gonna make my announcements, and you make that decision while I make the announcements again. Shout out to everybody that listened to the show in the chat room. We definitely appreciated the chat tonight. You had questions, conversation. It was definitely a pleasure. If you're not in the chat room, you're just missing out on a whole other part of the show. So we appreciate everybody that came through, everybody that joined us on the phone line. We appreciate you coming up and staying the whole night with us. Mostly everybody stayed on the line pretty much the whole duration of the show. So we appreciate y'all tolerating our technical difficulties in the beginning. We were a little bit late, but we came through, and the show was definitely live. All the poets that called in and did their thing and had something to say, even those that didn't sit a piece and just had a word to say on the topic, we definitely appreciate that. What we've learned is that poets are crazy. Don't fall in love with the poet. (laughs) (laughs) If you fall in love with a poet, prepare for them to write wonderful, beautiful poetry about you. That's the beautiful thing about relationships. Sometimes some of the worst, worst relationships come from the most beautiful pieces. Some of the best stuff we've ever written has come from a broken heart, whether it be in a relationship with our loved ones as a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or our children, or our parents. Broken hearts create beautiful poetry, and that's just the way that is. But we we've learned a lot on tonight. I can't wait to listen to the archives and listen to the show back and hear what what, what the uh, poets had to say and listen to their pieces in more detail. And hopefully, learn something. And I'll post up in the in the page on the original Poetry After Dark fan page and tweet some of the comments that were made on the show tonight, just to share with the people who weren't listening tonight what we learned. Because I think I learned some things and. Respect is, is definitely important in this industry. Trust and knowing that the person that you're with, if they say they're with you and they're down with you, that they're not going behind your back. And as uh, Scorpio did his inbox piece, you know, going in the inbox and having a whole totally different relationship. Because, you know, you can have those relationships on Facebook. Never meet somebody, but phone calls and inbox messages, that's a relationship. So, um, once again, we appreciate everybody that had a comment. On tonight, I wish that would have did her piece, but that's okay. Uh, make sure you guys, if you want to be a part of the metaphor battle, battle of the metaphors is next month. We want to start promoting that and get people out. We already have two poets down for the battle, and they need someone to battle. So if you think that your metaphorical skills, poetically, are so dope that you're just killing niggas, please call in and do that. Um, um, on the battle of the metaphors, if you want to be a part, inbox us. Um, personally, or you can hit us up on our fan page, or you can tweet us, or you can hit us up in the event and let us know that you want to be a part of the Battle of the Metaphors that's coming up next month. Also, we got a feature this month coming up. We'll let y'all know all about that. I believe they'll be here next Friday. Uh, we'll let y'all know about that in the upcoming weeks. And uh, that's it. That's all of my. Oh, wait. Let me give my birthday shout outs. Shout out to everybody that celebrated a birthday this week. We got um, Kia Manning out there in, um, in Cincinnati. We got Andrew Burrow out there 
celebrating his birthday. The CEO of Spit Your Pins, Cortez Maria, celebrated her birthday this week. Mark Michael Artest out there in Cincinnati celebrated his birthday also this week. Um, let's see. G-Wise, all star Felicia representing the Strawberry Lounge. Happy uh, birthday to you. She's celebrating her birthday on tonight. Maria Lyric um, celebrating her birthday on tonight. And my cousin is celebrating his birthday on tonight. Uh, shout out to everybody else that's uh, celebrating their birthday this month. If I didn't get to it, because I don't know about it. Uh, that's all my announcements. I'm good. Love y'all. <laughs> Am I closing us out, or is you closing us out? You got something to say? Mm-mm. Good night. Loved all the poetry tonight. Good night. 